outside or maybe we just work with them. We film it at school, at work, somewhere. And they just seem so hard and so distant and so far away from God that you're not really sure what to do to reach this person. We all know that person, right? I know several people like that that, that, that I want to talk to and I want to minister to and share the Word with, but it, it just seems like their heart's so hard and they're so far away that they're not going to hear anything I want to say. But there are some things that we can do as, as Christians to, to, to help that person and, and to minister to them. Um, and the first thing is love. Anyone who's out there in the world lost in their sins and maybe doesn't even believe in God, doesn't know who God is, um, we can be good to them. We can be there for them. We can show them a genuine concern for their well-being. Let them know that you care about them. Show them in your actions and your words and in what you do that you love them and you're there for them. You know, because maybe that's why their hearts are so hardened is because they've never been shown love in their life. They've, they've never had someone really take the time to care about them and show them uh, that they mean something to them. And Mark, in chapter 12, verse 30 and 31, uh, tells us, And you shall love your Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. And the second, like it, is this, You shall love your neighbor as, as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. So that's, that's, that's God here telling us the same thing, that, that love your neighbor as yourself. Treat them the same way you would treat yourself. Don't neglect them. Don't put them down. You wouldn't do that to yourself, right? Be there for them. Stand up for them. The second thing we can do, and I've got three things here, uh, for that person to reach that person that, that seems unreachable is, is to be that new creature. Um, that, that Paul talks about in Corinthians. Um, you know, they have to see that you're different and that you desire to do good in life. You know, if we proclaim to be a child of God and then we're around these people and we're, we're, we're talking and saying things we shouldn't say, we're doing things we shouldn't do, they know our lifestyle is contrary to the Word of God, then they don't see that new creature that we're supposed to be. In 2 Corinthians 5, 17 and 18, it says, For the flesh lust after the for the flesh lust against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to another. So that you do not do the things that you wish, but if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. I got a little ahead of myself there. Let's see. Second Corinthians five seventeen and eighteen. Here we go. Sorry about that. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God, and He has reconciled us to Himself through Jesus Christ, and He has given us the ministry of reconciliation. So there you go. If, if you're a child of God, if you put away the old lifestyle and the things of the past, then we have to live that each and every day. Because that unreachable person, you may witness and witness and witness to them, and they be that close to turning their life over to God. 
that close. And then we step out on God and we become unfaithful to God. And, and we do things that are contrary to His Word. And we've lost everything we've built up in that person. Everything we've done, every step we've taken forward, we've now taken ten steps back. And they're back to that mindset, they're no better than I am, so why should I give my life to God if they're living the same way that I'm living? So all this hard work that we do sometimes to witness, it, it, it can vanish away and, and, and one word, one thought, one action uh, can take all that away from us. The third thing is to let your joy shine. Um, too many Christians walk around um, like a knot on a log, is the old saying. We walk around like we've been defeated, like we have no joy, like like y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all been, I'm sure we've all been in churches before. You go from beginning of service to the end of service, and you can hear a pin drop the whole service. It's it's like it's like this everything's dead. You know they this the lost and dying world. They have to see these unreachable people. They have to see that that we have joy in our life. There's joy in our salvation, that, that we're not just sitting around waiting to die and go to heaven, but we have a purpose in living life here. There, there's a purpose to each and every day that we live, and, and we're joyful and happy and thankful for those opportunities each and every day. In Galatians 5, 22 through 26, reads, But the fruit of the Spirit, and this is very important, and this tells you, these scriptures tell you everything you need to know, everything you can do, to, to show anybody in this world uh, what God can do for them. The fruits of the Spirit. It's love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. So if we can do these things, the fruits of the Spirit, and some of those we've already talked about here, love being number one, um, if we can show these things on a consistent basis, this person, whoever it may be that you're thinking about in your head right now, maybe several people, if we can do those things on a consistent basis, this person cannot continue to reject the Word of God. God is going to speak to them through you, through others that are living the, the life the way they should until they feel that burden on their heart and they do something about it. So I challenge you today, it's easy to talk the talk, but let's walk the walk. You know, let's, let's tell others about, about the goodness of God and let's walk in a way that they can see the goodness of God through us. Let's walk that walk that we're supposed to, right? Amen. I think, Brad, you took one of my scriptures this morning, but I won't hold that against you, okay? It's all right. Guess what? Y'all just get to hear it again. It'll be all right. But it's good to see everybody this morning. Happy New Year to you. Glad you decided to start out 2024 in church this morning. 
singing and praising our, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and what He's done for you. And, and we just, we're glad that you're here. We're excited that we get to start another year. And, and I hope that you don't go, you're not going into this year thinking, oh, it's just another day. It ain't no different last year. You know how you can make it different last year? You be different than last year. That's how you're going to make it different than last year. You do what we preach every week up here and live the life that Brad was talking about and walk that walk and talk the talk and do everything. And then that's how this year can be different than last year because you're a different person. Amen? And we're going to talk about that. The title of this message this morning is Who We Are in Christ Jesus. So guess what? If you don't know who you are, we're going to talk about it more today. Amen. All right. Um, so remember this morning, just say a prayer for Dad. We'll pray for him in a little bit. He is preaching at Southwest Baptist Church. The pastor there had back surgery and asked him to come preach today. And he wanted him to preach for six weeks. And Daddy was like, ah, yeah, I'll help you out a couple times. So he, uh, he's, he's up there today and tonight. And I encourage you tonight at six, if all possible, to go support him at Southwest Baptist Church in Hartzell. That's off of... Uh, Nance Ford Road, right? Or right there close to it. So it's not hard for people to get to. So they start at 6 o'clock tonight. And, you know, him being in the ministry 50, what, three years, four years coming into this year, I talked to him yesterday and I said, how are you doing? He's a little nervous. He's like, a little bit. And I get it. I mean, you still, you don't know anybody there. Your new place. You don't know what, what the greeting is going to be like. I, I understand. But you would think somebody like that, but he's still human just like we are and so has the same feelings we do and gets the same nervousness. So, so we've been praying for him that, that he will have, you know, the spirit will fall up there and move in people's hearts and lives just like they do here. So y'all pray for him. And don't forget tonight at 6, if all possible, go support him tonight up there at Southwest Baptist. All right. Um, I guess in your bulletin you notice that you know, we're talking about um, they want to do chocolate-covered strawberries for Valentine's Day. We also, on February 10th, are planning a spaghetti dinner um, to coincide with that. So last year, Jeannie, we looked, and it was $10 a plate. It was 10 So we can, we'll look, and there'll be 10 or $12 a plate. Um, and, that, you know, of course, it come with a big plate of spaghetti. Did we do salad last year? Salad, dessert, drink. Um, so, so it's worth the money, but we want to do that that weekend. And I think the women are offering up some kind of raffle for that. Okay. All right. So, so I remember that we, we've got things coming up and you say, well, we just got through with a bunch of stuff. Well, guess what? The word of God never stops, does it? What we're trying to accomplish here for the, for, for the edification of the body of Christ and, and building up His kingdom, not Victory Fellowship Church, that can't stop. So I do want to say that through last year, just, just last year in 2023 that we just come out of with the fish fry, the cookbooks, the pictures, the dinners, the sheet sales. Let's see, what else do we do? The strawberries. Yard sale. Yeah, the yard sale. I forgot about that. So with, with all the stuff that... Each and every one of you helped and worked to, to make possible each time we put it on. And we're so grateful for that, for everything that you all put in, the time, the effort, the, the money that you spent to help so the church didn't spend money. You know, we, it's all appreciative. But we raised $13,711.10. Amen. Yeah. God gets all the glory. 
You say, well, I thought we'd done more. You know, I thought that's a stinking awesome number for what we've done. And so that puts our building fund amount of, of what we got, and we still got to get Ron a check to take over there, right at around $24,000 is what we have in it. So, I mean, that's just, that's all God, people, and that's all us following direction and working and, and wanting to see change. Now, we're working on getting, we, you know, pricing and, and what we need to do in the back. Um, we got some people working on that now with our prints that we have of the church. And, and so we haven't got those numbers in yet. So when we get those in, we'll be talking about them and seeing where, you know, when and where the time is to do what we need to do, okay? So we're not going to just jump on something and say, oh, that sounds great. No, we'll get more than one, one person to look at it and, and give us some numbers on, on what we can do. So y'all just keep praying. Keep praying for the church. Keep praying for wisdom for the leadership in the church, me and the others that, that are helping head this up, that we can... Not do what we want to do, but what God directs us to do. And His timing and His will. And, and I guess in 2024, we'll keep working toward that. So that's part of this chocolate-covered strawberry sales and, and the, uh, the spaghetti dinner and stuff. So we're not trying to just drain people of money because this is not just for you and the church. These chocolate-covered strawberries and spaghetti dinner, that's people outside that want to come in just like we've done it before. It's not... An inside thing where we're trying to take everybody in church's money for the building fund. No, no, not at all. But we do appreciate everything that's went on. All right. Um, I think that's all the other announcements I've got. So let's receive our offering. Amen? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Um, so... As we pray this morning, we do want to remember Dad as he's up there ministering and pray for him. We want to keep lifting up Miss Kathy Henson in, in prayer and keep her in your prayers as, as uh, she went through um, laying um, her husband to rest the other day. And, and so we know and we, we talked about it at the funeral that, that his life was right with Jesus. And that's the best news we could hear. Because today we're preaching about going to heaven and being who we are in Christ. He's right there at Jesus' feet. He's right there at the throne of God worshiping and praising Him. So, And I do want to say I, my daughter's done great, Hallie and Ariane. I've missed that over the past year. So hopefully one day they'll come back from Okinawa and Blake and Hallie, can't, they can't move to Florida right now, okay? All right? So... They're not married yet, but they're working that way. I think heard that Hallie's going to look at a wedding dress today. So I just hand her my card. That's all I'm supposed to do, right? I told Sydney, I said, yeah, I would. I said, I'm going to go take Christmas decorations down as how much I would rather not be there while she's trying to go on wedding dresses. <laughs> Watch paint dry or something. Something. But I'm sure they'll all have a good time. Um, all right. Anything else just now before we pray? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay. All right. We sure will. We sure will. Okay, we sure will. All right. Well, let's, let's all join together in prayer right now. Heavenly Father, we love you and we praise you. 
We thank you for this day and this time together, God, for the praises and the word that's already come forth this morning. God, that, that we just keep pressing and entering in and wanting more of you this morning, Father. That we don't turn off, think we've heard enough, but Father, we open up our hearts and our minds to receive this morning what you have for us, God. And we thank you for that. Thank you, God, that you just, with these needs that we've just mentioned, God, you with Stacy's dad, as he goes through this procedure, Father, we know that, that, that his faith and their faith is that he is going to come out of this completely healed, and we agree with him right now. We thank you that you're touching and you're moving in his life, and that, that he comes out of this surgery fine with no problems, and Father God, that vision comes back, and God, the strength comes back, and we thank you for it. God, that you would miss Jenny's neighbor that she mentioned, God, that you just touch and you move in that whole situation, be with the family during this time, God, that they look to you for comfort and strength, and, and Father, they just um, lean on you during this time, God. Again, be with Miss Kathy Henson as we, uh, Father, just strengthen and comfort her. Just, just uh, God, know that we're there for her and you are most of all, God. And we thank you that you're working with her and moving in her life during this time. Be with Dad as he's up at Southwest Baptist this morning. That you move in that whole service today, Father. God, that your presence flows and, and your word flows forth. And we all go out as a unified body of Christ here and the churches all over. Go out, Father God, knowing that we've heard the word of God today. And we want and strive to do what you've told us to do. And to be the men and women of God as you called us to be every day in our life. Father, we just thank you for this time of, of giving this morning. Father, that you touch and you move and you bless the people. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, children, y'all go to children's church this morning. Y'all have fun. <laughs> All right. Well, as I said, we are going to be talking about this morning and, and whether it goes further this morning. I've, I've not got myself clarity on that yet. Um, there's a lot that we can talk about as far as who we are in Christ. A lot of directions we can go, but we're going to start in the simplest form in the beginning. So to be in Christ means that you have to first be saved, right? You cannot be in Christ if He's not part of your life. Everybody understands that. Everybody gets that. But we hear that term. What, is, what does it mean to be in Christ? How are we in Christ? So y'all started recording or anything yet? I didn't see the red light on, so I was just curious. <sighs> just trying to keep them straight this morning. They First the year jitters, I don't know what it is. They just... <laughs> no, they do a good job. Do a good job. But, so, why is it important? Why is it important to know this, who we are? Why? Because if we don't know who we are in Christ, how are we going to combat when you don't know who you are? How are you going to combat the enemy when you don't even know who you sell for it? is, I mean, if, if, if we walked up in a battle and they say, who are you with? And you're like, I, I don't know. Then why are you fighting? I, I don't know. 
So in our own spiritual life, if you walk, if, if when, when you got troubles and trials and circumstances and the devil's at your door and he's bringing thoughts to your mind and, and all these doubts and unbelief and depression and anxiety and all this stuff, and, and you say, why am I fighting? Why? Because you need to know who you are in the battle. But you need to also know who's also won that battle that you're in already. He's, all, he's already won the victory for you. All you have to do is, is thank God for that victory, stay in the fight just a little longer, and you're going to see the outcome. may not be everything that you want, and everything that happens through that may not be what you want to happen, but guess what? You keep strong, and you keep knowing who you are in Christ, and then on the other side, we'll see God be glorified through whatever goes on in our life. So, I was looking up some stuff, doing some just reading on different people about, you know, to be in Christ. And so this, this uh, evangelist that I found, he's from England. His name is John, or R.W. Stott. He's, um, he passed away back in 2011. And I found this article that he wrote. And it was a long article, so this is just 